There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com. It's time for a healthy dose of According to the Castles, the show where we talk about marriage, family, faith, health, nutrition, fitness, and so much more. And now, please welcome your hosts, Amy and Trey Castles. Hey, everyone. It's Amy Castles. I have a very special guest, Melody Frazier. Hello. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thanks okay, for having me. So Melody is the owner of Blissful Waters in the Woodlands, and Blissful Waters is a float spa. So tell us a little bit about your float spa. So we're float therapy, and we have three float rooms. We have eight by seven float tanks or superior float tanks, and you float essentially in 1,600 pounds of Epsom salt, ideally removing all light and sound, which is a way your body can relax and go internal and start healing itself. Not everyone's ready to do that, so we do have the option of easy music and lights, sometimes hard music, depends on what kind of therapy you want. We actually do have a Pink Floyd track in there. <laughs> that's um, funny. I did yeah. not hear that one. Yeah, no, that's for the special, like people that request it. Oh, okay, okay. Some people don't want to shut off their mind, so they actually need that extra music. So, so you either go sensory deprivation or you need something, some sensory, and you're just going for pain relief. So we have some clients that really enjoy like our our military clients, like PTSD, those they like the, the Pink Floyd because they don't want to go back and think about a lot of things. Okay. So if it's too silent, then too many things Sometimes, come up. Or, or ringing in the ears. But ideally, I like the silence. 
The silence is, like I said, where the bot, your brain's able to completely shut down. You get more creativity. You come out like like a newborn, and you just come out refreshed. Okay, so I have heard a lot about this sensory. What, what did you sensory say? Sensory deprivation. That's what we specialize in. Sensory deprivation. Okay, I did not know that this that that's what that that's what it is. Yes, I thought I'm thinking it was just you know, you're floating on Epsom salts and relaxing to relieve inflammation. That is a big part of it. Okay. But, okay. (laughs) I came in the other day and I floated and I, I didn't know that I could have, well, I knew I could turn off the lights, but I didn't know why I needed to turn off the lights. And I didn't know that I should have turned off the music. I guess there was there isn't a should have. It's whether it's a choice. But it I is. didn't understand the reason to turn it off or leave it on. So you weren't there. So I talked to somebody different. So I, I see the benefit of that now. I, I was very like ADD in it, which a lot of people are. And maybe it was just that day I had taken a nap and I think I had an iced tea before I came in there. I probably shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. So you're probably going to laugh at this. So I'm laying there in the float spa and I was like, oh, my feet hit one side. So I kicked off and then it went to the other side. And then my hands hit the other side and I was like, ooh, and I went back and forth, back and forth. And then I tried to lay there. I'm like, okay, be calm, be calm. And then I laid there and then I was like, I think I'm going to do some yoga. So then I stood up and did some yoga, but then I fell and uh, like kind of slipped over. Don't do happy baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, I did. I got, I kind of, and it wasn't like I stood up like and doing, I was more on my knees doing some yoga, but then I kind of dripped water in my eye and and maybe just like kind of like rolled a little bit, but then I got salt water in my eye, but I sprayed it with the stuff that was good. And then I got out and I used the towel and then I texted my friend and then she was like, get back in there. And so I get back in there. So I was kind of doing things a little wrong. I see that now. Okay. But you don't float a lot and it is a practice. Like we always say the first float is very experimental. Uh Your first float, your brain is still taking information. It's asking, you know, am I going to drown in here? How high is the water? Does this door lock? How do they clean it? Things like that. So I always like to get across how we clean it, those little questions so that when you do get in there, your brain, I tell every first time floater, answer all your brain's questions because the quicker you answer the brain's questions, the quicker it can relax and get into the float. Otherwise, it's going. But there is also, we are also busy people and we've got constant information coming into our brains. So our brains are full. ADD, your brain's full. That's all you need to brain dump. You need to just get all the excess out of there. That way you can put in new information. So sometimes I've had those floats too. I mean, I've come in, you know, after a yoga yoga class thinking I'm going to totally relax, but I'm hyped up and got a million things. Think about what we're going to eat. You still get benefits. You're still getting the benefits the next day. Your brain's still taking a little bit of a break, but it is a practice. So the first one, information's coming in. The second one, your brain's excited. It's like, whoa, I'm looking forward to it. I get to relax more. And then the third one's a brain heart connection. That is your goal. That is when, that's when the magic happens. That's when you might see cool things. Your brain starts like when I first started floating, my brain kept thinking there was a light behind me, even though I was turning off all the lights. Wow. But my brain would tell me there was a light. I finally had to realize 
I asked another float person and they said, oh, just tell your brain to turn off the light. It's, do you go to bed with a, night, with a light next to you? Do you like read or do something with the light? And I was like, absolutely. Oh, you just have to turn the light off. So I did that. I laid in the tank and I was like, okay, turn the light off. And it worked. So my brain was just programmed to have a light there. Wow. So yeah. Okay. So this is not just a physical benefit of, we all hear the benefits of Epsom salt. Okay. It relaxes your muscles. It helps you know, with your skin, all those sorts of things. But this is a whole new level of meditation and breath work. And we've talked a lot about that on our podcast. We've talked about the benefits of meditation, the benefits of breath work. So you're taking those two components and bringing it into a sensory deprivation, deprivation, deprivation tank along with the essentially no gravity because you're floating. And how is it that you're floating, by the way? Uh, 1,600 pounds of Epsom salt. So it it causes you, it's like the Dead Sea. It causes you to be buoyant. And okay, Trey and I have actually floated the Dead Sea, and it was incredible. So this is like mimicking it's the Dead mimicking, Sea. It's mimicking, and it's actually more salt, I believe. Than if don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure it's more salt than the Dead Sea. Okay, so well, I yeah. think that's like thirty one percent. Yeah, thirty one percent. So you're very buoyant, super um, buoyant, and mm-hmm. I think. The like you can't City. push your hands down into it; they come back up. Right? Yeah, it was very, it was very interesting. the The difference is, is that that was a lot more muddy, and this was very clean. There you go, and, and not scorching hot in where were we, Israel? Yes. So, okay, so when you're floating and you're having these meditation times and breathing, what are you doing for your sympathetic system, your nervous system, your, all these body systems that seem to be going haywire nowadays? Right. That's that's the beauty in it. So by removing the – so when you remove sight, when you remove the light, you're removing 80% of input into your brain at that time. So your body is able to relax and go inward. So if you're going to remove any of the, the sensories, remove the, the light first. So that way you can still have your music. And then, and then you can gradually move to no music if you can't just turn it all off at once. But yes, by removing all of that, you're learning how to find inner calm. And that intercom, a lot of us don't even know what that feels like. And once you do, you're going to want it more and more and more. And then that intercom teaches you to have that intercom when you're dealing with other stresses in your life. So when you go home and your teenager is ticking you off, you're not reacting because you learned how to have that intercom through the float, through the breath work, through the meditation during your 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 session. Okay, this is so, so it flows fascinating. into everyday life. This is fascinating because like I said we've talked a lot about meditation, we've talked a lot about relaxation and stress relief, but it's very challenging for a lot of people to do if you have kids at home, if you've got maybe a husband that's not supportive or a wife that's not supportive or a parent or whatever, or maybe you just don't have a place that you can really, really relax and get into it. You provide a space for someone to come in where nobody's walking in because you're butt naked, right? So (laughs) nobody's coming in and you're providing that space, but doing it in a place that it's actually beneficial physically as well as the mental and the emotional and sounds spiritual too, because you have a chance. Sometimes when I'm praying, I can't hear what God's saying to me. And it's not, you know, people have asked, I used to ask this question, 
well, how do you hear from God? And I didn't really always have the answer, and I wanted to know myself until I finally did hear. And it wasn't like an audible sound for me, although some people it is, but it was an internal knowingness that was a thought that was interjected that wasn't mine, and I knew it wasn't mine, and I felt it deep within me. I have to agree with that. And it wasn't until I finally was able to get silent, but it was a practice. And I it took me a while to get to that point. And you know what? Right now, I ha- I'm not in that space. I haven't been meditating like I should, and I'm kind of out of that practice. So you're providing a really great safe place for people to have this healing I love that. So it's not, okay, I was thinking that the spa was, I knew it was a benefit. Like, okay, of course you're going to say do it once a week or more if you could. But now I see the benefit of doing it continually because it is a practice. How often do people come in and float? So our pain clients, they're, you know, you have different levels of people and the pain clients are easiest clients to take care of because the salts just help help with the inflammation and the pain right off the bat. You'll walk out if you have a shoulder issue, you'll walk out right afterwards mm-hmm. normally moving your shoulder. There's still a, a problem underlying sometimes, but it does remove that inflammation. So those clients will like rheumatoid, lupus, fibromyalgia, they'll float once a week because they're feeling that benefit of the pain relief. It's gradual to grow them into more of the finding the inner calm. People that have those conditions usually have lived with high stress, high anxiety for so long, they don't know any different. So that's a challenging group. But if people that already meditate come in, some people come once a month just as like a a re, re, regrouping for their body. Like my entrepreneurs, a lot of them will come once a month. Mm-hmm. And then my pain clients come once a week. My heavy meditators are once a week. So it just kind of depends on what you're receiving out of the floats. Uh-huh. I always say when you get in the float tank, the float tank knows what you need. Sometimes it's a good stretch. Sometimes you're not there to just lay because your goal, your your ideal goal in floating and what it all started out as was to to disappear, to feel like it's not like a bath. You're supposed to feel like you're floating in space. You lose the feeling of your limbs. You lose the feeling of your legs. And you just kind of the water, your body, the air is all one temperature. But sometimes like if my body will want to move and it's like pop, 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 it's lining up, uh-huh. it's, you know, releasing that extra tension, the extra fluids, things like that. So it really depends on the person. I would love to, for everyone to float once a week, but honestly, life doesn't always permit that. It doesn't permit that for me all the time. So I cannot go without two times a month. I am a different person if I don't at least float two times a month. Okay. What is the most profound and it, maybe you don't know the answer to this, but what is the most profound thing or information that you received while you were floating? Ooh, um, or, or even emotional release. Maybe you had an emotional release or may, that may be too personal. But was there ever something that you just brought out that was either mental or emotional that was that really had some life-changing well, effects Well, starting floating was life-changing for me. I mean, it's I was a monster mommy. 
I quit my jobs be, to take care of my kids, and I wasn't don't think I was meant to be home all the time with mm-hmm. with kids. <laughs> I love them, but it was a lot on me. The talking, I had no no way to think for myself, and I was just losing who I was. Mm-hmm. So when I started floating, it kind of brought back who my personality was. I had my own conversations. I remembered things from my past. It does floating is strength. It brings up things from your subconscious, so you will feel like sometimes you're in grandma's yard with grandma. Why is that? How is it, it the salt? I think it's the no. It's not. The, it's the sensory deprivation. It's the okay. clearing the mind. It's allowing those thoughts to be able to creep in. It's um like defragmenting your mind, mm-hmm. just like meditation is that way as well. It's just like defragmenting your brain. So it, it helps bring things up from the subconscious that you hadn't thought about in a while. So for me, I love it when my brain does go memory lane on me and I start thinking about other things. Uh, another, I guess, huge thing was my sense of smell increased um, when I first started floating. Sense of smell, hearing, all got better, like almost like bionically better. It was bizarre. I've had I've had some interesting floats. There, I mean, at Harvey was probably one of the, I went in super stressed, not relaxed, no massage beforehand, none of that, like prepping up to relax, just jumped in the tank. My mind was going a million miles an hour. And I literally felt, I, I dozed off. There was a big golden nail because we were sweeping up all these nails during Harvey and I was scared about my kids, like stepping on a nail, tetanus, all that yeah. kind of stuff, right? Nasty waters. So I guess my subconscious got to kick that out, but I actually felt the nail hit my foot and it was like a big cartoon golden nail. So that was like visionary and that, that was probably the first freaky float, you know, I was like, whoa, what was that? You know? So those kind of things have happened. I've had clients, so that we, we do get a lot of tears on the couch, but they're emotional release tears. Uh-huh. You're, you know, I've, I've been blessed. I haven't had a super traumatic life, but I... I think I've got a calm spirit for people that have. Mm-hmm. And when they go through their floats, they come out and they have someone they can release on, talk to, or not, or just sit there and let it all out. But it, it floating can be a huge release because a lot of us also say super busy and doing something all the time because we don't want to face what our feelings. So yeah. when you sit with yourself and you're laying there and you don't have anything to do but sit with yourself, sometimes those emotions come up. It's almost like we have to do the opposite of what we normally do it in order to find somewhat of a balance, which I don't think – I think the whole like, oh, I got to find balance in my life, it's – is that ever really going to happen? we're all going to be like, searching for that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're going to be searching forever. Nothing is ever going to be evenly balanced. We're, we're always we're, – we're over here for a little bit more than we're over there. This week we're working on the yard, but next week it's the garage. Like, you know, you can't give equal attention to everything all the time. Right. It's just not going to happen. So I had Laura Hernandez on here. And Laura Hernandez talked a lot about meditation, and she's a Deepak Chopra life coach. And she showed me – well, we did an assessment on me. And she showed me that my body is more uh, – like, okay, my brain is really, really fast, mm-hmm. but my body is more of a slow mover. And that made so much sense to me because when I exercise, I am not the sprinter or I don't gravitate towards the real quick cycling classes, things like that. I'm more lifting weights, yoga, and then more of the Tabata type workouts because it's real quick and I'm done. So she told me, in order, whenever whenever my body goes too long without 
some of those harder workouts where I'm like moving up real quick and uh, the in the intensity level, if I don't do that for a while, it's hard for me to rev back up again. So I have to basically, like, let's say I go out of town for a while and then I get back into town and I need to start working out. I might have to take a few days to just like really go for it and just go for a jog just to get myself revved back up. Well, if you think about people who are constantly going, 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 they're, they're very fast movers. They have to almost purposely force themselves to slow down. So maybe they would be the type of person that says, okay, for one month, I'm going to float twice a week for a month to force myself into that slow down. And then I'll go into a maintenance level. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so someone like me, I am, I'm fast moving in my brain. So the, so the float is good for me. And I might have to really like jump into it once a week, twice a week mm-hmm. in the same way. So uh, you have to change brainwaves. It's changing brainwaves. Thank you for completely consolidating that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're talking about brainwaves. That's huge. In the, in the float you do. So if people are in high beta all the time, the floats help them find alpha Mm-hmm. And then the goal is to stay in theta, which is right before you go to sleep. That's where you. Re- that's really the happy spot during a float. That's where the therapy is happening. But then deltas. Sometimes people just want a big nap. Yeah. But yeah. So that's right now. You're probably you probably have a lot of beta brain waves, mm-hmm. and then you just need to kind of find the alpha. And that's probably why you choose the slower workouts because mm-hmm. yoga. Uh, lifting weights, those kind of things kind of slow our brains down as well. So yeah. you might be liking that balance. Yeah. I don't, I'm not a fast mover either, but I do have a fast brain sometimes. That's why Laura showed me, and Laura talked a lot about the brain waves too. Laura showed me, okay, when it's time for you to work out, or excuse me, when you're going through your day to day, you're piling so much on yourself to do and your body physically cannot follow because your body is not set up the same way that your brain is. And But some people are very even. Their, their body moves slow and their brain moves slow. And they're perfectly fine saying, today is Saturday and I've had a busy week and I'm going to lay here on the couch all day. I'm like, you do that well? Well, I've, I've been I've been brain training. Oh, brain. And okay. so I've been brain training to find my alpha. I love alpha. It's like your wind chi- think of wind chimes, uh-huh. stuff like that. That's your alpha state. And that's my favorite spot to be in. And when I'm in high beta, I'm kind of like walking around in a circle, don't really know what I have a lot of to-dos and I want to yeah. hit them all, but I'm kind of like in a circle going, which one do I do first? And blah, blah, blah. my head's too full. So I have to meditate. I have to float. I have to do all these things on a daily basis to stay in that spot where my body and my brain are equal. And this makes you so much more intentional in everything that you're doing. Yes. That is my word for the year is intentional to be intentional in all the things that I'm doing. So I'm not running around like a chicken with my head cut off. So I feel focused and giving myself permission in doing this task to the fullest and then being done with it before I move on to the next. And I love that floating gives yourself the opportunity to think through those things and just to slow down. Yeah. I actually had staff kind of teach me that as well because you can have – I have like some of my some of my team members will run around like crazy and knock everything out. And then I watched another girl who they will necessarily think not doing anything and I'm like, but she gets everything done. 
She's just more methodical about it. So that old saying, work, what is it? Work smarter, not harder is really this is kind of flowing into what we're talking about. You know, so if your brain's slower, thinking more things methodically and as in a proper step, you're not running from a target over here to something way over here. You're no, let's go over here where everything's together, slower, calmer. Things make more sense. Things pull together easier. The universe has a chance to do its work. Yes. <laughs> and I honestly feel like if a lot of people were to use less caffeine, oh, yeah. they would have a chance for their brain to slow down. We did an episode on caffeine. It was a while back. I can't even remember which episode it was. But I, I was a mess whenever I used to drink Advocare Spark. And Ooh, yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. And it was such a – it was a synthetic caffeine that was causing my brain to just go overload and the world was not moving as fast as me. Uh-huh. And I was really getting stressed and ornery and – And tired. And tired because you're going, going, and then you crash. Mm-hmm. And then go, 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 and then you crash. So I went through that too. I don't drink any caffeine anymore. It was the best thing I ever did was quit caffeine. Really? Uh, I think fast brains are not supposed to have caffeine. We always think, oh, I need this to have more energy, but all I needed all my life was just to slow my brain down a little bit. Throughout my entire life, I was like a beat ahead of music. So like I tried to teach um, personal, I was teaching group fitness classes and Uh that's where I learned that I'm always ahead of the music. Why is that? And then it wasn't until I quit all the energy drinks and all the drinks that are supposed to be making me better at what I do. When I cut that out, all of a sudden, I had more energy, my brain could remember the the programs, and I was on on beat. Okay, what a concept. So cutting out the caffeine, because your brain is a fast-moving brain, and that slows it down to where it needs to go because you're thinking, I, my brain is so fast, I, but you're like, I need caffeine to focus. But you didn't. You just need practice. You needed your body faster, your brain slower. Yeah, right? Exactly. Okay, so... Anybody can float, right? Anybody I mean, can float. Any well, we, I, I recommend 12 years and up for floating. Okay. And I like to start my 12-year-olds at 45 minutes. That's really their max. Once they get to about 16 is when they can usually – this is the norm. Not There is there is exceptions. 16-year-olds, you can usually do the 60, but under that, we stick at 45 minutes. Anyone can float. It just depends on the tanks. Our float rooms are large. So, yes, we've had a, a – a member from the the biggest loser the biggest loser came in and his butt at first did hit the bottom and so it was like a challenge for him i think he was like he was a lot of weight like 600 pounds i believe so when he first came in his butt hit the bottom so he kept losing a little bit more and by the third time he came in he could float and i think he was around 450 at that time wow and he's just continually losing so yeah i'd say 600 pounds your butt might hit the bottom but after about 450 and over you're good okay did somebody have to help him in? No, he's a big guy. He was able to get in on his own and everything. Now, he couldn't do massage chairs and, you know, you just had to be – couldn't do our robes. I mean, he's a large person. Yeah. He's a large person altogether. So, no, he – it was his – the thing about the floats is really it's your own journey. That's another thing. You don't have someone – therapying you. You don't have someone asking you a bunch of questions. You don't, this is your own journey. You're, you're trying to help yourself. So you have this space that you can continue your own therapy and working on yourself. And that's what he did because it's also a mental game to lose weight. Yeah. Oh yeah. We were talking, uh, th- this is perfect. I mean, 
I love how the guests that come on here, it's such a perfect segue into everything that we've been doing or what we have for the future podcast. And the guys that we had last week, Andrew and John, they were talking about the mental the mental and emotional struggles that go along with losing the significant amount of weight. And it is mostly emotional. It The weight comes on emotionally most often. Be, there's some sort of emotional component. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, there's that we could do a whole episode. We actually did. We had uh, Stacy Ellie on and she talked about the emotions and the emotion code and how everything, diseases and um, all elements of the body are from some sort of emotional issue. And I love that. I love, girl, I feel bad because I haven't been to your spa more. I haven't been to it more. So when someone comes to float, so they'll call and they can make an appointment or they can go online, right? Blissful Waters. We try to make it as uncomplicated as possible. Okay. You can go online and book or you can pick up the phone and call. We're open seven days a week and there's a 24-hour cancellation policy. Okay. Um, other than that, yeah, you just book online, blisswellswatersfloat.com or give us a call at 281-978-4037. Okay. Awesome. And then just so everybody knows when they get there, I was really, I loved your process, by the way, I got to change into my robe and then I went into the massage chair, which was awesome. I think Trey would love one of those for father's day. And, um, but I'm not getting them because I don't want that big old thing in my room. So, um, so he can come to blissful waters, massage chair. Then you go into the float room and I showered off and then got into the float and then get out and then you're going to want to shower off again, right? And wash your hair because you're going to look like Albert Einstein if you don't and let your hair dry with salt. We have the Dyson hair dryers and all the supplies. Yes, I loved it. You have the Dyson. You could blow dry your hair. When I came out, I was so relaxed. I had to sit down for a little while. That's another thing to actually chat about. The When you're post-float, you always, the first one especially, the first time I floated, I could not drive my car. My brain went into the past and thought I had a standard and I was like looking at my gear stick, like, why is this not working? Like, this is supposed to be. So I had to sit in my car for 30 minutes and just kind of let everything come back because I don't think I'd ever been in complete silence in my life like that. So my brain really was like, what are we doing here? And so we have a post float lounge. We urge everyone to come to the lounge, um, rehydrate because all those Epsom salts are definitely dehydrating, you know, they're uh-huh. detoxing you at a skin level. And so you need to replenish with the right fluids and things like that and get your brain back in check. And the water that you had was really, really good. It was blue jug water. It is. And you have the whole water filtration system there, right? Yes. It was so good. It was so refreshing. Maybe I was really thirsty. I don't know, but it was really, really good. But I know it's alkaline water mm-hmm. and it has a negative ORP. Does it have the It's like the 9.4 antioxidant? pH. That's what. So we, we partner with Blue Jug. She helps supply our water okay. for our clients so that they're getting fully rehydrated afterwards. It was so good. It was so good. I love that this is, well, I, I should I say I love, this is a practice. It really is. It's, and we have to look at this as the same as we would our exercise program. And 
I have, my goal has been to help people who are listening to our podcast to exercise more, to embrace their health, to eat better, have better nutrition, but to also care for your mental and emotional health. And a place like Blissful Waters sets it up for you so beautifully so that if you're in a place where at your house where you can't do it, you have an option to come into your spa and have you're setting it like what you do at home. This is like on a level 10 compared to the benefits of doing it at home, like a level two or three. Yeah. It enhances your life. Enhances it so much. And how far after you float do you want to eat? Ooh, floating makes you hungry. Floating definitely, like you don't want to eat a lot before you float. You just want kind of a light No meal. hamburger, french fries. No hamburger, french fries. But <laughs> you can eat that hamburger, french fries afterwards because your digestive system has just kicked in. That was another way, reason I got started. I had um, stress belly. I just found out I, I had a miscarriage. And then I found out that uh, I had all these food allergies. And so I was giving myself IBS at that point just by reading oh, wow. labels. That's like a whole other story. But the floating helped with my stress belly, helped me just kind of get that inner calm and uh, – and be healthy. Do you have any of that issue anymore? Um, I still am allergic to, highly allergic to wheat, but yeah. I've, I've learned now how to avoid it. And- yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I hope you had fun. Thank and I hope everybody will go visit blissfulwatersfloat.com. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of According to the Castles with Amy and Trey. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. To stay up to date with the castles, follow Amy on Instagram at acastles. Until next time, have faith, enjoy life, and love abundantly. There are so many supplements out there. How do you choose? If there was just one supplement that Trey and I would recommend, it's definitely Ningxia Red. We have consistently drank Ningxia every day since May of 2015. It's a whole body health and wellness supplement that's a powerhouse full of antioxidants and nutrition. Ningxia Red is made with pureed wolfberries, also known as goji berries, along with blueberry, plum, cherry, aronia, and pomegranate juices. These are very high in antioxidants that boost immunity and protect your body against oxidative stress. It also has food-grade essential oils like orange and lemon, yuzu, and tangerine. These provide an incredible dose of D-limonene. Trust me, Google that. This is just a two-ounce shot of liquid gold, and it supports your body for better energy and healthy cellular function. Why is that? Well, that's because you're getting antioxidants equivalent to eating like eight pounds of carrots and 16 whole oranges. Trust me, your liver and your eyes will thank you. If you'd like more information, visit my website, www.amycastles.com. What was the first thing that your mom would ask you before you'd go to bed at night? Did you brush your teeth? I don't know about you, but my mom always asked that. Since I was a kid, healthy gums and teeth have always been important to me. But after a lot of research, I figured out that there's actually a lot of junk in the commercial toothpaste. Everything from SLS to artificial flavors and colors, sweeteners even. And I didn't like the way that they didn't actually get my teeth super clean. I felt like they weren't really 
actually supporting good overall oral health. Well, I'm so excited to tell you about a product that I created in 2016. Sparkle Dust is a non-toxic, chemical-free tooth cleansing powder that instantly brightens and strengthens and remineralizes your teeth and your gums. It will leave your teeth feeling like never before. They will feel cleaner, smoother, and brighter. You will feel like you just left the dentist. I love that feeling. Sparkle Dust is made from nine different organic earth-sourced ingredients, including minerals and clays. It's a natural solution proven to get you the smile that you've always dreamed of. Learn more about Sparkle Dust by visiting my website at www.mysparkledust.com.